0: From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Red Yeti is a five man rock band that emerged on the Provo music scene in 2012. That very same year, they won Musician of the Year from Raw Artists, and their music went up on iTunes. Fast forward to today, and they're getting ready to release a new album. We'll hear some of the songs slated for that record later on. Tonight, we're going to hear the whole band, but not like you've ever heard them before. This is going to be sort of a pared-down, almost acoustic version of their usual pedal-to-the-metal, Solid Wall of Sound. And... uh, it's a, this is consider this our gift to you, sort of a one-time thing that you're going to get to hear a new version of these guys: Kimball Barker on vocals and guitar, Jared Scott on bass and backup vocals, Isaac Lomeli on guitar. We'll also talk with keyboard player Coleman Edwards and drummer Nick Blossel. Right now, we're going to start off with Ceasefire.
1: a scarlet draped on snow white sheets <laughs> that single shot Seized by you well and hero is lost its charm Well I can hold you in my Sees fire! Sees fire! Push on through, this lonely night One shower and ten more lights You gotta push on through To the day it's yeah. One shower no and all made things right you gotta push on through
0: Pared down just for BYU Radio, acoustic version of Red Yeti's latest single, that's Cease Fire. Live from our performance studio, Kimball Barker, vocals and guitar. He was born and raised in Salt Lake. He transferred to Brigham Young University from the University of Utah in 2011. That proved lucky, because that's how it, he and Isaac Lomely started writing music together, really. Kimball, that's the beginning of the band, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So, you weren't always a rock band, no. Um, so, what was first?
2: Yeah, because when I moved down to Provo, I met Isaac Lomeli, and we started writing acoustic music first. And like, that's kind of all the gear we had was our acoustic guitars. And uh, I remember just like going out, joining him on the grass. He'd usually be out back playing at our apartment complex, so I'd go join him and like try to show him, "Hey, look, I can play guitar too. Like, <laughs> you should play with me," because uh, he was he was really highly recommended in the Provo music scene. So I, I knew I had to get him. Uh, and so our first gigs were only acoustic we'd go play at the cyber cafe do open mics uh played at little restaurants here and there and uh yeah probably didn't have our very first like electric gig uh I don't know I think it was a BOU battle of the bands so, in so we read
0: that you really wanted to to have a band. Did you care what style it was or you just wanted to play in a band? I write? did.
2: I did really care what the style it was. When I moved to Provo, it seemed that the folk scene was huge. And I felt like, well, if we're going to make a dent in this town or in this music scene, like we got to play what everyone else is playing. Or I don't know. Play to the scene is kind of the, yeah. the idea there. Uh, and so I regret to say that we tried to be something we weren't. And uh For about a year And then when Nick joined the band We were jamming out some blues rock At the end of the practice one day And he told us like Why don't we play that? (laughs) You know, like (laughs) Why don't we write music like that? And so uh, so, that's when we kind of made that transition. We're like, yeah, this stuff is
0: way more us. So and, it was like, uh, okay, we're going out and buying amps. Everybody get there one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just gotten grittier that's and heavier takes, from right? there. You know,
2: amps have gotten bigger. And yeah, so.
0: Okay. So now where do you practice now that you've got the amps and everything? Is that different than when you were carrying around? The
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Nylon
0: strings. And- we've gone We've gone everywhere. We've been a garage
2: band for a while. Uh, played in our basement. Uh, my wife and I had a house for a while where we had a basement and now we're playing in Nick and Isaac's basement because they're roommates now. So, as people have gotten married and moved different places, it's kind of changed the location.
0: But uh, as long as somebody's yeah. got a basement, exactly. you're good. we've you're always good. been blessed with a place to practice. So. so, talk about treating the band like a business because you guys really have made a decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really is a, a sustainable business. It's—I uh,
2: don't really recall when it started. You know, and when I started this band, it wasn't like, oh, I want to be a musician and you know do this for a living it was like i got five pretty all right songs and maybe if i put together a show it'd be fun but as things progressed like we had to make it a business because it was we were just getting so much demand and we wanted to grow it you know like it just kind of evolved on itself uh and what does that mean uh, to you
0: like it does mean a website regular (laughs) practice time yeah
2: oh and also you know just accounting (laughs) like it's crazy (laughs) how much accounting we have to do as a band and uh yeah, and also seeking out re- new revenue streams, and you know, trying to make a profit on it. And it's great because nowadays none of us have to like pay for band stuff with our own money. You know, we have band budget and things. And so nice. I like to think it- it's a sustainable business. It's a real business. And,
0: well, so. <laughs> uh, we know you're getting ready. You're working on an upcoming EP. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there a working title yet for that? Ooh. Or just the new EP? I don't know. What do you say, guys? <laughs> <laughs> No no not title yet. yet. That's a cool title. Yeah, yeah that's... it's called Not Yet. Uh, we'll be releasing it in 2016. <laughs> well, yeah, set up this next song that may or may not be on it. We'll wait to find out. This is nice to know you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did we play now?
0: Yeah. Okay, up Over cool. there. We'll, 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 we want to hear. You're listening to Red Yeti and... Uh, You know, it's rare that anyone sees an actual Yeti, but we got five of them right here in the studio. And that's about how rare it is to hear an acoustic set these days from these guys. So enjoy. Here is Nice to Know You.
1: to the wheel every day picking up my sled
0: Nice to know you. Played by local Utah band Red Yeti. And we are. this is really exciting to sort of hear this stripped down and in the studio here. Uh, Consider this your own bootleg recording broadcast just for you. We hope you push record. No, we don't hope that. We hope you listen on our website over and over. We'll tell you how later. Jared Scott, vocals and bass. Jared, you're originally from Texas. I am. What city? Austin, Texas. Awesome Austin. That's great. That's great. And originally not... A bass player? No, not. Um, yeah. And I also noticed you're doing the Paul McCartney left-handed bass thing. So
3: yeah, I'm kind of a weird, weird guy. I was lucky I found a bass too, but I don't know, that's how I was born and raised. So that's so so
0: you played you played guitar already? Were mm-hmm. you playing that left-handed too?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I was still weird back then. Do also. you do, do you?
0: <laughs> I'm, yeah. These are this are stuff you're free to say, but we're not. So this yeah. is really no, you, okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> So did you reverse the strings? It's not like you just take a guitar and flip it over. Do you also re- uh, reverse for high and low strings? And
3: I used to. When I was poor, I used <laughs> to reverse the strings like for my ver- first guitar I did. Uh-huh. Um, and then my second and third guitar, I actually bought like a real left-handed guitar. Oh, nice. Um, but it's so hard to find a left-handed guitar. So sometimes I'll buy like just a right-handed and flip it over. Just make
0: it work. Yeah. It- so, but the thing is, you started playing bass for a very particular reason. And was it to join this band? Yeah. So tell me about that.
3: Um. So I was I moved here from Austin uh 2012. Uh-huh. And I was like, I knew I wanted to do music before. I'd been writing since I was in high school. And I just was playing. I, I made a goal. I was like, I'm going to go to like three open mics a week. So I was just playing open mics like crazy with my guitar and just singing. And then kimball and I met each other, and I was like, and everyone was telling me like, "Hey, dude, you should like jam with kimball And I was like, "Okay." So we jammed, and he said he liked Neil Young. I said I liked Neil Young, and then we like became mm. best friends. And <laughs> that's all you need. And that's it takes. That and it was game over after that. And he said, "Well, we don't have as I'm in a band. Do you want to play in my band?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Like, I've been playing." open mics with people eating crepes and leaving on me all the time, of course. (laughs) And he's like, okay, you want to play bass? Have you played before? I'm like, no, I haven't, but I could probably learn. And so that week I went out to a local guitar shop here and they had a left-handed bass it was meant to be. Oh Left yeah, left-handed
0: bass, probably just one.
3: That you just one had so much dust on it. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, now it's mine. His name is Carlos.
0: Okay, uh, and so <laughs> you were never thinking, well, I had to just start my own band. I mean, I sing, I play the guitar. Yeah, but I, it just felt right. That's cool. It felt right. So. Well, I here? I know you guys have have. Done some music that's been used actually in various commercials, mm-hmm. including one including one for ultra shoes, which are trail running shoes. So, I heard you guys totally did this backwards things about shoes and marathons. So, please tell me this this story. So we
3: we had the ultra commercial. They asked us to use one of our songs, and we're like, sure, why not? And then after it was it was about a year ago. So there's a marathon going on on Halloween, and we were like, why don't we just do a half marathon since we just had a because
0: they sent you shoes yeah why not and so we did it <laughs> not everybody who gets shoes feels obligated to run a marathon i know that's but... very odd we're very weird people <laughs> I... again but... you're the one saying this I, I, yeah so uh take us alive this is a mm-hmm. really great song i've been listening to this online and sort of just had it on endless repeat in my cubicle today with my Uh, Because it starts off, you don't know quite where it's going, and then Mm -hmm. the wall of sound hits. It's really fun. So uh, set this up, and then let's hear it. Um, So it's
3: kind of, I remember when we first started writing, it was kind of about running away from something. Um, I know for a while we had just, like, titles like Nameless Fear and stuff that we just were running away from something, trying to get away, and I don't know that you'll never take us alive. Like we're still going to get away. We're still going
0: to be successful in what we do or whatever we try to do. So. All right. Well, pick up your trusty left-handed bass, and let's get ready to hear this. This was a song that the band wrote as far as what we were able to research, Hold Up in a Cabin in Spring City, Utah, which is a totally artsy town. This is the greatest place. They had twice a year, you can go walk through and see painters painting, and the, the potters bring their stuff out on the sidewalk, and there's pancake breakfast. This is a great place to go. No wonder it inspired the right title here. This is Take Us Alive.
1: Can you smell that rain Send you a running You better jump
0: Members of the Utah band Red Yeti playing an unplugged version of Take Us Alive. You want to hear that all electric, just go to their website. It's the first thing up. Uh, Do a search there. The all electric, hard driving, rock and roll version of that, of course, on iTunes as well. You're listening to BYU Radio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Isaac Lomeli, guitarist from Seattle, has a master's in information systems management and is a serious Breakdancer. do people comment <laughs> on the whole right brain left brain thing here? No, <laughs> <laughs> so you just never bring it up. Or... <laughs> yeah, I just
4: kind of I just coast underneath, and <laughs> okay. do what I like to do, and
0: not make too many waves. <laughs> well, so the band wasn't always electric, you know. we were hearing about this uh, this, this switch over. So now you also uh, you deft a mighty fine. Fender telecaster, you, you wield that well. Yes. But uh was that weird to you to think, okay, we're gonna do this new thing. Had you had much much time playing electric like that?
4: Um, no, I think this was it was the first time I had really played an electric guitar in front of anybody very much. And it was fun. I was excited for it because it gave me an opportunity to grow and expand yeah. and get better.
0: <laughs> Mess up and get better. <laughs> So you're still doing the day job, Master of Information Systems Management. Yes. So I think that's pretty cool how you're you're balancing that. Were you always writing your whole life, or was that something that after you got together as a band, you started writing original stuff? Um, I've been writing music... for better
4: or worse usually worse because it usually wasn't amazing but I've been writing music since I was a kid so and at that point I thought it was pretty good but I look back and listen to the recordings and I'm like what was that doing but no yeah I've been writing music and really and just like a lot of things my whole life so so the break
0: dancing I mean does this mean do you take cardboard around with you, so you can, <laughs> or, or how does this work
4: um no they, there's a lot of breakdance clubs in this town that are really fun to go to. There's a cool community of really great um dancers that everyone teaches each other. Hmm. We go to dances together and form circles and just have a lot of fun and it's kind of a it's a, it's a culture that it's, it's really nice to be a part
0: of it. That's very cool. That's very cool. Now you also write poetry? I do. So, uh, always again? just You've just always done this? Yeah, I did that.
4: I started when I was in elementary school. I entered some competitions for poetry. And,
0: and when did you start thinking, well, I'm going to do this in song form? Or, or do you still just write sort of? I still write just uh, poems. Without... Just free form? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Nice. Um,
4: I have a a website where I post them. So if
0: you can find that, you can read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your that's your assigned task, your detective work. Find uh, Isaac Lomely's poetry website, his secret poetry website. Only the NSA knows so far. Yeah, pretty much. So set up this next one. We're gonna hear someone you know.
4: Yeah. Um, so someone you know is a song we all love a lot. It has a lot to do with finding your dream and within yourself and becoming that no matter what and we wrote it in hopes that everyone listening could be able to find their own self and who they want to be and become that
0: and, nice and shoot nice, for it. nice well let's have you head over there grab your guitar i like that idea because it ties in with this whole band thing you were talking about um well here we are well why don't we do this music instead because because we like it i also think that could help people find their inner break dancer find their inner master of information systems management, even if they didn't know one was in there. Here's Red Yeti with Someone You Know.
1: Another night I'm feeling borrowed like some dancing bear. Well, maybe tomorrow you'll we'll actually care. Giving everything for nothing, giving everything for free. Well, maybe there's something over for everyone me. But you know someday, someday I'll be someone. But you know someday, someday I'll Someone Your back is red And raw From my one Way scratch Cause you've gone so long Without giving back Giving everything for nothing Giving everything for free Well maybe there's something Hope well, for everyone but me. No, no, but you know someday, some. I'm gonna be
0: someone you know, a new original song from the band Red Yeti played live and unplugged just now in studio. Coleman Edwards is a keyboard player. If you've been ca- re- trying to recall exactly what a Yeti is, nevertheless, even uh, a Red Yeti, it's a mythical Himalayan animal, also known as the Abominable Snowman. Think that Christmas special. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> okay. But that has nothing to do with why the band is called Red Yeti. Coleman, how are you? Doing great. Doing so, great. Happy to be here. Where did this name come from for you guys?
5: It's a long story, so I'll give you the cliff notes. uh, (laughs) I'll start with my dad. He's a big outdoorsman, and he got a Yeti cooler. Yeti, you guys can pay me for this later, this product placement here I'm going to (laughs) do. Got a Yeti cooler, a very specialized cooler brand. He got a sticker with it, and he put it on the red pickup truck that my family had. Uh. 1987 Toyota pickup with turbo very rare model of toyota pickup if you're interested it is amazing great car anyway the car's red the sticker said yeti so we named the truck the red yeti naturally and so fast forward uh four years i'm in college joined a rock band i guess folk band at the time and we use the we use the truck to get around. It's to all still gigs. alive. Oh, and it's still going now. So Be 87. But, oh yeah, it's going strong. I drove it over here. How you know? many it's miles been, do you even? 236,000. Oh. 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 And it's doing great. With I mean, duct tape I, or it, is... it grinds in second gear. It winds in fifth gear, and there's some rust, but it works. I like so. that's great knowing it's still the gig vehicle. That's yeah, really Yeah, it does a great job. You know. <laughs> If we ever have gigs on the top of mountains, we got four-wheel
0: drive, so it's good. Now, you found out that you were actually a cousin of Kimball's. Did you know that before? Kind of. So Kimball
5: and I are second cousins. Every year there's an awkward—sorry, not awkward, a great family Christmas (laughs) party that uh, we go to. And we saw each other a handful of times growing up once a year, but it was just—we didn't know each other, right? Yeah. And then one day— I saw him uh, at this apartment complex and I had actually just talked to his dad at another family function and found out he was at BYU and I said, hey, aren't you my cousin? <laughs> he was like, yeah, I think we're cousins, man. And I was like, I heard you wanted to start a rock band or something. And I was like, he's like yeah. I yeah, like, cool, here's my number. Let's jam. And So we jammed and that was what, three years ago? Yeah. So Very still cool. cousins um, and I, <laughs> I ended up marrying his older brother's wife's younger
0: sister. We're just going to assume so, that's legal. It's so legal. We're just going to, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, Kimball? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. you're one of, so you're one of three married in the band I heard two of you got married on the very same day. Is that tr- Almost.
5: It? Who got? I got married. What day did I get married? I'm no, just kidding. August <laughs> 21st. Jared and
0: Kimball got married two days apart. Oh, almost. Really close. They were really close. So I want to ask half a day. I want to ask about this very entertaining poster. You guys have done this interesting thing with merchandise, like bands do, Uh because people want to wear your name just like I guess the sticker on from the cooler on the the truck. And so first it was Yeti bow ties, and I pictured these furry red bow ties (laughs) for some reason. What what were they?
5: Uh yeah, it's a friend of ours uh has a company and they make custom bow ties and we said, Hey, we'd like to get in on that. So they uh so they made us some custom bow ties. Is and this a it was past
0: limited offer that's
5: yeah, we kind of did it for a while rats. and it was a limited offer and that sounded uh, kind of appealing, like, cool, actually. It was, so. They were pretty
0: cool. Okay, something else you've done, lots of bands have posters, but you guys uh-huh. have done individual posters. Yeah. Like each of you in your own poster. Yeah. So it's I guess it's sort of like collect the whole set
5: yeah that's kind of how <laughs> so. it is we've had a theme of doing that we used to have stickers uh, in that same way but yeah we had a great friend Caleb Beasel. he's a photographer at um, he went to BYU and he said he wanted to do a photo shoot and he wanted to do it of us and He got really creative and came up with all these really cool things for his project, and they were so good. We said, you know what? Can we use these for posters? Yeah, we're seeing you standing in what
0: what looks like your apartment with a bunch of amps. You're holding a keyboard, but you're all wrapped up in mic cords, and I don't know if that's duct tape over your mouth or what.
5: Uh, Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, you can go online. These are very interesting posters from Red Yeti. So set up this neck. This is another new song. This is uh, Doctor, Take a Look.
5: Yeah um i think we've really focused on trying to write music that has to do with issues that people have or current issues not just like fluffy i love you girl music kind of right and this is a song kind of about mental health and um you know if you struggle with mental health or depression or other things it's about how to cope with that or how to move forward and this is also a song where we just decided we wanted to play really hard rock and roll. So that's kind of, I don't know if you'll get that vibe exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the acoustic, the acoustic version, vibe. yeah. But it, that was, it's also been kind of a another
0: turning point in our band as we
5: progress into the style we play now. So.
0: Good. Uh, Coleman, we'll have you head over to the piano. We're going to hear once more from Red Yeti, this unplugged, as acoustic as we can get, concert here tonight with Dr. Take a Look.
2: Now this is Red Yeti Unplugged, but this one gets loud no matter what.
1: Open my eyes to my affliction I gotta get it out my system Before it overtakes my sanity Doctor, won't you take a look at me? I carry it on me like a tattoo. Lay me down for my confession. And let me answer all your questions. But it takes a break inside my mind. But doctor, won't you take a look inside it? Yeah! This my retribution I Soon knew i carry it on me Like a tat-tat-tattoo The rain makes the waves on the sea The waves come crash down on me Those waves crash over and over Feels like the world on my shoulders. Waves crash over and over. I feel the world hard on my shoulders. I'm pushed beneath all that I care. It's too much I can bear. I'm prepared to go lay me low. Doctor Walt, Doctor won't you love.
0: A Doctor, take a look in studio by local Utah band Red Yeti. Today they're playing a rare acoustic, pared-down set. So Nick Blossel isn't actually drumming today, but I still see how you have there. I sounded, Steve. You are—you sounded great. I have you haven't missed a, a thing. But uh, but you're still you're still pounding <laughs> out the beat. No, you're counting. Sure. You're counting it <laughs> off, and I see you're still keeping. You're sort of a, the, the human rhythm section in here today. So it's the one time you didn't have to lug your whole kit, too. Seriously, uh, yeah. I had
6: um, Jackie pinch me in the elevator coming up just because I said it, it feels
0: like a dream. It's, uh, <laughs> it's really nice. Because nobody knows so. that actual drum sets, one of the, the things they include is a dolly. So you can carry. Yeah, stuff nobody does know, know that. They yeah, should. I that have should a, be yeah. that should just come with. it. I'm learning that now. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick Blossel, drummer, born in Bern, Switzerland, or Bern, yes, and raised actually. in Orem, Utah. You speak French. You speak German. That's pretty I cool. Uh, I think if we were going to sort of narrow this down, you would be the first drummer in a rock band that we've met, and maybe the only one in the state who has also conducted the Utah Symphony. And if there was someone else, you did it when you were 11. <laughs> so give, give. What's the story here?
6: Well, they heard me playing with these guys and they thought, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: um, yeah, so I'm classically trained on the piano. Uh, I was telling somebody the other day and I realized that it's pretty weird um, that I was four years old uh, and begging my parents to sign me up for piano lessons and they said you have to wait until you're five (laughs) so (laughs) because you're so much more mature (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) exactly I mean I could barely walk and talk but uh, I was asking to be put in piano lessons so anyway as soon as I turned five we called up uh, my sister's teacher and and uh yeah that's so how, how does that lead to leading the Utah oh, right. Symphony yeah, ages 11. So, uh, There's a step in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not connecting. <laughs> a couple years. Um, so, yeah, I learned how to, um, you know, I went to school first. And then um, when I was in fifth grade, my teacher knew that I was a piano player. And the Utah Symphony does this uh, program where they invite fifth graders from around the state up to kind of have a cultural experience and I don't know if they still do this anymore but they uh requested or I don't know how I I need to go back and understand my own story but anyway um (laughs) somehow my teacher put in my name to be like a guest student conductor and so um yeah I I uh went up for training all of a sudden i here i found myself backstage you know at the out of Bravanel Hall, you know, a couple weeks before learning how to conduct did, did the Stars and Stripes Forever. Did they give you a little forever. tiny
0: baton to direct with? Was uh, the
6: baton was probably as tall as me, or at least half <laughs> as tall as me. Um, and,
0: and do you remember what piece it was?
6: Yeah, so it was it was uh, John Philip Sousa's Stars and Stripes oh, Forever. Oh, my goodness. What a piece to get to direct. It's, seriously, yeah. It was in 2-2, two, two, and so uh, <laughs> there wasn't much room for error. Up, down, <laughs> oh, no, up, down. Yeah, up,
0: exactly.
6: Down, up, down. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing it safe. <laughs> no, they are playing it safe, but I but I uh, went up and down with a lot of gusto and some coattails.
0: So. Okay. Well, I want to ask, this is maybe sort of unrelated, but it gives us a little insight into who you are. Tell me about this KVM Foundation you're the co-founder for.
6: Yeah. Uh, so I had a friend, his name is Taylor Audison, and when I was 13 years old, I went to a cross-country camp and we stayed up late one night talking about how we were going to, um, change the world. (laughs) So yeah, we were 13 and big dreams.
0: And anyway, I've already directed the symphony. (laughs) That's
6: really what's left. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, when we were 23, 10 years later, um, we decided to do something about those dreams and, Uh, we decided, you know, why not set up a foundation 7,000 miles away? So, And what does it accomplish? So KVM Foundation helps um, graduating college students in developing countries. We started in India to get the skills that they need to get jobs equal to the level of their education. So basically to help you know, instead of these people who are who have come so far, and then because their English isn't quite good enough, they lack confidence in interviews, they don't know how to put together a resume, they go back to selling tortillas, you know, or um, doing something for a dollar less than a dollar a day. But actually, it's been incredible experience to see some of the graduates that we've had from our foundation go on to earn ten times that of their of their father and um, Mm. be able to really revolutionize their family, not only current, but future, so. Is there a website for that? There is, kvmfoundation.org.
0: kvmfoundation.org, very cool. Thank Nick, thanks Nick. Now you spent a lot of time practicing the piano, but with a teacher and everything, but on the drums, you're self-taught. I am self-taught, yeah, and uh, I grew up
6: listening to my dad make a lot of noise in the basement, And I just kind of decided, um, to be better than him. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing a pattern here. (laughs) No, the symphony changed the world. Be better than. I'm a nice guy.
6: (laughs) (laughs) No, my parents, it's really my parents. They, they, they've taught all their kids to dream big. And so, you know, if I gave you the resume of my siblings, I would look pretty small, but, uh, yeah, just really grateful for them and what they've taught me. So. Very cool,
0: very cool. I want you to set up this next song. It's called Hallelujah, but it's not the Leonard Cohen song. It's And not. it's not George Frederick Candles. No, so. and it's not Clay Aiken or whoever okay. covered it in American Idol.
6: <laughs> um, it's actually uh, short for Hallelujah
0: for Rock and Roll. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, well, let's hear this. This is Red Yeti with Hallelujah. Thank you.
1: Carving out a place To be a part of the scene Running this race To overcome our D. D. When you're a backwards pariah Another karaoke prodigy It's hard making waves When you're just spitting in the sea But hallelujah Hallelujah for rocket and roll. We walk a fragile line between the dark and light. Where, and where we go, demons are never far behind. We are the
0: Red Yeti with their song Hallelujah, Red Yeti is a five-man rock and roll band from Utah. Nowadays, it's a rare thing for them to play such an acoustic set, uh, but if you've been following them for long enough, you'll know they actually kind of started off in that vein. Today we heard from Kimball Barker, vocals and guitar, Jared Scott, vocals and bass, Isaac Lomeli, guitar, Coleman Edwards, keyboards, and Nick Blossel, the drummer of the group. I was kind of sold on these guys as soon as I heard the name Neil Young, actually, but uh, this music (laughs) has been really fun today. Red Yeti has a new album them in the works. Their last was a self-titled EP. That's on iTunes. More information about the band and their concerts is online at RedYetiMusic.com. Guys, thank you so much. This has been great to have you in. If you're listening at home, or if you just caught part of the show, you want to hear the first part, hear it again, or share it. That's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at BYURadio.org/highway89. Also follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates, special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our assistant is Abby Horlacher. And the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.